Crap with Beth and Matt. Cut to Crap is the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Welcome everybody to episode eight. In this week's episode, we are answering your questions live. That's right. We did a live stream on TikTok where we answered your health, fitness, and fat loss questions. Give it a listen to see if something you are confused about was answered. Let's go live with Beth and Matt. Let's do this. Beth, how are you today on Friday? I am amazing. How are you? You are? Yeah. I'm amazing as well. Um, I woke up late this morning. I apparently forgot to set my alarm last night. And because of that, um, I woke up at 8.30. So I had to hurry up and drink my coffee, get my walk in and get ready for this and everything. So um, my dog is very needy. So she's really been annoying me lately with how much attention Aww. she's been wanting lately. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, uh-huh. I can't do anything without like her her making me sit there and play and pet with her and pet her for like that, 10 minutes. So yeah, that, that's mine right now. I literally, I, I would, you know, yeah, I can't even talk about my dog. He's yeah. uh, won't leave me alone right now. How's your week right been? Um, I'm like looking over here and looking over here. What's up, guys? Look What's up? <laughs> um, it's, it's good. I'm preparing for next. I kind of have been taking it easy this week, I guess. Not really, but I have a really big week ahead next week. So I've been trying not to do as much this week. Okay. What's the, what's yeah. the big week ahead that you have? I have a lot of uh, my group coaching launches Monday. So I have oh. that. Um, and then I was trying to get everyone situated in the group. Um, so they're in there right now and they can start um, going over um, all the guides in there. And then um, I have a lot of sale calls, lots of calls next week. Lots of calls. Gotcha. Then, Busy week, yeah. indeed. Oh, well, yes. it's exciting that your group coaching program is launching. Um, yeah, I'm excited. How many people are you capping it at? Um, 50. 50? Okay. Yeah. Is that is it fully booked up then? Almost, not quite. Almost? I have, okay, room, so you... I have room for a few more, but got it. Um, got I'm, it, I'm got cool it. with um, a small you know, group. Okay. Okay. Cool. So uh, for everybody that's tuning in, we are doing a live uh, stream here. We're doing a live TikTok Q&A. So if you guys have any questions for us, drop them into our comments on either one of our streams. Um, And then we will talk about them. And we're also recording this for our podcast as well. So we will be posting this podcast episode at some point in the future. So um, we did. I, I know I had a bigger audience at first. And then of course, I had to mess everything up. And I probably lost half the, the audience. So Thanks for bearing with us, people that are still here. I know. Uh, thank you, guys. <laughs> I've got about um, 70 in here right now. Okay, up, let's everyone? get into the questions. We're, we're going to answer your questions. Um, I'm a banana and Beth is a nurse, so let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. All right. You got any questions you want to go first? Go ahead. Take. You've said you got a bunch of them, so All I'll right, let you start. All right, let's see. Let's see. Um, 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 okay, let me see. What is your opinion on Weight Watchers? I lost 13 pounds on it from March to June, gained seven pounds after. Huh. Um, okay. So my thought Weight is Weight Watchers. First, weight Watchers, Weight Watchers. Let's hear it, Beth. Uh, since you gained weight back, uh, you know, also when you're in maintenance, you're going to gain three to five pounds. That's just the way it is. So was it sustainable, right? What did you learn from it? Um, you know, I, I, I'm iffy with Weight Watchers. Same. I'm, um, I, I'm not a fan of Weight Watchers. People, but I, I, I don't like, 
thinking of food in what are they in points points they have an arbitrary yeah. point system and it's a stupid point system too the the, yeah. the points they assign to some of the foods are incredibly fucking stupid um and then right. they also have foods that are unlimited uh, as we know all food has calories so how can something be unlimited you can get fat eating anything um if you yeah. eat it in too too much of it eat it in excess um but not only that the, the key part there i think to talk about is they gain the weight back. And like you said, yes, you will likely right. gain a little bit of weight back after you come out of a caloric restriction phase. And that's all Weight Watchers is, is it's way for you to restrict your calories to put you into a calorie deficit, which is what we need to lose fat. Yeah. But a good program teaches you how to maintain um, the weight loss mm -hmm. after the fact. Um, as, as far as I know, Weight Watchers doesn't necessarily do that. Um, right. There's no, there's no, there's no, maintenance phase. There's no reverse dieting phase. After after you come out of a phase of uh, being in a calorie deficit, you should then work on rebuilding your metabolism with a, a maintenance phase and with a dieting, uh, reverse dieting phase. Get that metabolism yeah. restored. And all that Weight Watchers cares about is the number on the scale. And if you, you know, penalizes you if you don't maintain that weight and everything like that. So. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, high reps, low weight versus low reps, high weight. Do they both work the same for weight loss? Okay, let's dive into that. Um, so do they both work the same for weight loss? We're going to let's talk about that part of it right there. Beth, what do you want to say about that? And oh, <laughs> no. And what she means by that is we don't work out to lose weight. We don't lift weights to lose weight. Exercise doesn't burn weight, doesn't make us lose weight. Exercise does not burn right. fat, okay? We should be working out to be healthy, to get stronger, to build lean muscle mass. Um, mm -hmm. That's really what it comes down to. Um, no, yeah. no exercise is going to replace a shit diet. So if you're consuming too many calories, right. if you're eating like an asshole all the time, you're not going to see any progress. You cannot ex out exercise your diet. What do we, what Beth and I say is nutrition is the driver of fat loss, mm -hmm. right, Beth? Yeah. Exercise is the passenger. Exercise is the passenger in the back of the, literally for if, if fat loss is a bus, okay. Nutrition is driving the bus. Exercise yeah. is in the back seat, the la very last seat of the bus. That is literally how much impact exercise has on fat loss. Five to 10% of our daily calories burned is from exercise. Not even that yeah. for most people. Yeah. Whereas nutrition is the, is the majority of it. So yep. let's... We got to switch it around. <clears throat> um, what is a realistic and maintainable monthly weight loss goal? So the answer to that is it depends, okay? So it depends on the person, first and foremost. Somebody that is, you know, like obese, you know, three, 400 pounds, they can afford to lose weight at a higher rate. Um, but for most people, I like to personally shoot for a half pound to one pound a week. Um, so that would then equate to, you know, two to four pounds a month. That's really great rate of weight loss and that's sustainable weight loss because yeah. it's going to be it's going to be slower than than what you're used to and that's that's a good thing because you're not seeing this quick crash and you're not restrict heavily restricting anything right right i think it's important not to to put too much stress on like how much you can lose in a month either i think sometimes we have such unrealistic expectations and timelines mm -hmm. and it can really mm -hmm. fuck us up and also 
like how do your clothes fit? Are you losing inches? Those are also important. Yeah, for sure. And those are, um, and you could, you could be in a calorie deficit and literally not lose weight. Okay. Because there's a difference between weight loss and fat loss. Right. And we talk about this all the time. You could be losing fat, but you, the weight necessarily won't go down. And that's for any, that's for so many reasons, you know, Um, especially if you're lifting weights and strength training, you could be building muscle, lean muscle mass and burning fat at the same time. It is possible. It's very possible. Um, So keep that in mind. What you got for us, Beth? Can you increase your maintenance calories? If so, how? Ooh, that's a good question. I like that question. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah, you can um, mm-hmm. increase your NEAT, um, strength train, you know, eat enough so protein. Don't, what is, don't slash your calories. What is NEAT? What does that acronym mean for people that maybe that are listening that don't know? Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So the more you walk, the more you do stuff all the time, you're busy, busy, busy. Yep. You know, that's, that's actually a huge part of our metabolism. It is. It is. Um, that's a big part of our daily caloric, caloric burn, like she said. And we mm-hmm. have direct control over that. So that's what, yeah. that's a big reason why Beth and I are, we talk about moving more, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. needs can be things like uh, your household chores, doing the dishes, cleaning the yeah. living room, um, mowing the lawn, playing with your dog, playing with the kids. Those are all factored into that. Fidgeting, literally fidgeting burns calories. What I'm doing right now, yeah. you know, talking with my hands, um, things like that. Um, so, and, and then to, yep. to get your maintenance level calories higher, that's one way to do it. And another way then is to increase your, your basal me- metabolic rate then too. So you mm-hmm. do that by building lean muscle mass. The more muscle you have, the higher, um, the higher your caloric burn is going to be because it takes energy exactly. to maintain that muscle mass. Hey, Kelly, how are you? That's my, my um, past client, Kelly. How Hi, are Kelly. you, Kelly? Hey, guys, blue-eyed Viking, hello. Um, how do I get past a weight loss plateau? Water your fern wants to know. Um, so how do you get, a weight, get past a weight loss plateau? So I, I think it's also important to then ask the question is, what are you considering a plateau? Because most yeah. people, when, when I get that question, I'm like, how long have you been a plateau? They're like, a week or two. I'm like, that's not a plateau, first and foremost. No. One week, two weeks, no. Yeah. And then also, how are you measuring progress? If you're only looking right. at the scale to monitor your progress, and then you determine that you're in a plateau, that's not the way to do it. So yeah, when every, when every way that you can monitor progress has stalled for about a month, that's yeah. when I say you're in a plateau. Okay. So when your body measurements, so you should be taking body measurements, right? Tape, tape measure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's the, that's what you should, that's, that trumps actually body weight uh, yeah. measurements, you know, or body, body weight uh, on the scale. Um, when every prog- when every way of measuring progress has stalled out for about a month, that's, that's how you know you're in a plateau, but how do you get plat- past a plateau? Um, so you need to look at a couple of things. First of all, are you being consistent? That's no. what I was going to say. Yeah. Are you being 80 That's to huge. 90% consistent with your nutrition, first and foremost, and your workouts? If you're not, you're not, we're, the conversation ends there. Be more consistent. Okay. Um, yeah. Then the next question is how much are you sleeping? Are you sleeping six to eight hours a night? Okay. Answer that question. Are you drinking enough water? If you know, answer that question. If you're not do that, how's your stress levels? If your stress is too high, you need to get that under control. So until you get those things under control, we're not even going to have the discussion about a plateau. Yeah. It's usually a consistency and a patient's, patient's problem more than anything. 
Yep. Yep. And those are the basics, guys, too. Like, those are the basics that we should be focusing on. Um, what I just yeah. mentioned, sleep, stress, hydration, consistency, patience. You do, you figure the five, those five things, you figure those out. You're going to, you can do anything you fucking want to. Right. Um, do you think it's more important to work on food first or exercise? Both. Both. Hand in That's hand. About exactly what I was going to say. I think like, like uh, focusing on nutrition, but you need to exercise as well. Like don't do one without the other. Yeah. Exercise is very, very important guys for health. That's what we are yeah. in this for to be healthy. And that's one of my big yeah. issues that I have with the carnivore diet among many is we see these carnivore coaches. You don't need to exercise. Just eat meat oh. and cheese. You're going to give somebody a fucking right. heart attack by giving them that advice. We, that's we exercise for heart health to be, to be strong. Okay. We don't yeah. exercise to lose fats, to burn calories or anything like that. We exercise for health. Exactly. Opinions on Diet Coke. Kidding. That's funny, Jillian. Thank you. <laughs> what did she say? She said opinions on Diet Coke, and then she put in parentheses, kidding. So, oh. <laughs> so she knows it triggers me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nisi3464, what's your advice on how to start calorie deficit for someone who needs to lose 50 plus pounds? Um, start logging your food. Create a food log. Start journaling your food that you're eating every day. Um, that creates awareness. You're, you're, pro you're mm -hmm. probably eating a lot of, a lot of more calories than, than you realize. So start a food journal. You can track your calories or you can just write it down. It doesn't matter. That's going to create awareness. And once you create that awareness, you can start understanding how you can improve your diet. Exactly. Good morning, Charlene Stevens five. Thank you for joining us. Beth, you got anything for us? I do. I got a ton. <clears throat> All right. Water your fern. Didn't I think you, you she asked something on yours. I ate candy yep. yesterday and feel so angry at myself. Okay. okay. Well, you, why? That was yesterday. Let it go. Like, why do you feel angry? Yeah. Um, I mean, you're literally you doing a candy challenge right now, aren't you, Beth? Yeah, I'm doing a candy challenge. I'm eating <clears throat> candy every single day. Water your fern. Um, why do you why do you feel angry about eating candy? Like, what did that do to you? Did yeah. Did it kill you? Did it harm right? you? No. Um, you're still here today. You're breathing. You're alive. You're well. A piece of candy isn't going to, it's not going to give you good health. It's not going to give you bad health. One salad is not going to give you good right. health. Okay. Um, you can eat candy daily and be perfectly fine and healthy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. What you got? What you got? Blue-eyed Viking says three months soda-free as of today, y'all. Well, that's cool. I mean, if I, I, that's actually one thing I did when I first started my my weight loss journey. But this was before I was a coach and everything like that. I, I just cut out soda, um, and I saw great mm. results. So cutting out soda and yeah. replacing it with diet soda. There you go. If you maybe you didn't yeah. do that, maybe you didn't, but that's one way you can get rid of hundreds of calories a day is replacing regular soda with diet soda. And if you want to tell me that yep. aspartame is bad, um, I will fight you in my banana costume right now. <laughs> don't take a bump on that because he will <laughs> <laughs> do hormones play into weight gain uh wait that uh, weight gain and loss yeah it's all connected hormones yeah. and calories are all connected yeah, yeah. so what we what we talk about is like keto you know calories in calories out right um the hormones impact the calories out equation of that for sure yeah 
Um, and that's what people don't understand when we talk about calorie deficit. We, you have these zealots that are like, but hormones, but insulin, but this and this and this. That's right. all factored into the out equation, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, that definitely yeah. impacts that. <laughs> and if you feel like you have some hormonal issues going on, go see a fucking doctor. Um, right. Get a plan. And, get on a plan. Get yeah. it checked. Go ahead, Beth. And I think a lot of the times that that is something that people people talk about this all the time: hormones, insulin. That that everyone thinks it's a hormonal issue when, in all actuality, it's a fucking consistency thing. And it, it, I mean, I thought it was my hormones, but it came down to actually it was me bullshitting myself. So I think that we like to play the blame game on everything else before us. So take a look at what you're doing first before you're blaming your shit on hormones. Ninety nine point eight percent of the time, it's not that. And Nailed it. You know, so blaming your hormones is an excuse for our fucking actions. <laughs> yes, plain and plain and simple. And I am yep. a prime example of that. There comes a point when you will get tired of your own bullshit. Okay, right. When you're tired of your own bullshit, that's when you will start mm -hmm. start getting the results. And because you you you, you do anything yeah. that you that you need to. Um, yeah. And we aren't discounting the fact that hormones can be an issue, okay? But if you think right. they are, get them checked. Don't just sit there and say, oh, my checked. hormones are broken. Yeah. Get them checked. Get medication. Get what, do whatever you need to do. Um, don't just sit there and say, my hormones are fucked. You, you, can, you, can take, yeah. you can still fix that. Stop blaming everything on your hormones unless you know for sure. <clears throat> 100%. Uh, let's see. No question. <laughs> just thankful I found you guys. Well, thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jess. Thanks, uh, Jess. Ros Rosales. Ro Rosales? And Peter, what's going on, Peter? How you doing, man? And Jennifer, like a duck five, how are you doing? Um, what's your advice for calorie deficit for someone? Oh, we already covered that question. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Nisi, we already covered that question. Um, guys, only also only ask us questions once because we will get to it, okay? Um, yeah, we're doing the best we can. Please. Um, any advice Please. on how to get organized to stay consistent? I am all over the place. Yeah. Mm, so I got to, Yeah. Let's go. Go ahead, Beth. Let's hear it. I got one that Jordan Syatt actually taught me, and it's okay. to keep a consistency calendar, like a physical calendar, and get a black marker and a red marker. And every time that you hit your calories and protein, you give yourself an X. Um, and you could do this with anything. You do it with your exercise, whatever. But usually, it's like calories and protein because that's actually the driver of the fat loss, right? Mm -hmm. um, X for when you hit your calories and you hit your protein. You give yourself an O if you don't hit your cal or if you go over your calories and you don't hit your protein. So that's a good visual to have um, for consistency every single yes. month. If you got like more than like four to six O's, you know, it's not not eighty percent consistent. So it's yep, it's a good visual. I like that. To have. Do you I have like another that. way, Matt? I would to add to that, I would say planning ahead of time. You need to take some time to plan your days and your weeks ahead of time. So if you want to plan your entire week, you can do that like on a Sunday evening. Spend 10 to 15 minutes putting things on your calendar, like reminders to eat, um, setting time aside to, um, you know, make an appointment with yourself to go to the gym. Um, planning is going to be key. That's also, you know, meal prepping and things like that, if that's what works for you. Yep. <clears throat> Is there a certain number I should take as rest days a week? Well, you should. I, there, one thing you should not be doing is working out every day, maybe even six days a week. Um, for most people, three to five days is more than enough. Um, what you do in those three to five days matters most. You could work out three days a week and get and get and see great results if you have a good program. 
Um, but definitely I would be recommending at least two rest days for most people. For the general public, at least two rest days is, is, is yeah. necessary. Um, go, yeah, one Beth. Favorite pre-workout nutrition supplements when you're avoiding caffeine for evening workouts. I mean, all pre-workout has caffeine in it. So I don't know. That's, do, well, don't, there, they, I think don't they? There, there's some non-stimulant pre-workout. Um, I don't know, like personally I, I, of any of those. I, I don't know any either because I don't focus on supplements, guys. Like the question is why, why do you, why do you care about, why do you care about pre-workout? Um, do you think you need it? You know, because you don't, um, let's say, let's answer that question first, but, um, yeah, I am eating in a slight calorie deficit and getting enough protein. What do I focus on next? Okay, great. So you're in a slight calorie deficit, which is what we talk about and you're getting enough protein. Good. So what do I focus on next? I would highly recommend starting strength training if you're not already. You didn't you didn't put that in there, so I'm 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 just going to assume you're not currently strength training. So definitely um, look to get some strength training um, incorporated two, three, four days a week. And focus on your consistency. Consistency. Oh, I like that. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people always. I get this question a lot. Like, what else should I be doing? Is should I be doing anything else? Because we're so used to looking for like something else. Like, oh. Because fat loss is boring, basic shit. It is. It's doing it's, the same it's, thing it's repeatedly. You're going to feel like it's not working. You're going to feel like, oh, should I be doing more? No, you just keep fucking going. That's yep. the whole thing is you just keep doing it. Exactly. Over yeah. and over and over again. It's <laughs> boring. It is. And this is, a, it, this is a conversation I have with my clients frequently because they get bored with like my workouts and things like that. Yeah. You know, like, well, these, we need to be, we do, we build muscle by doing the same thing repeatedly, but stimulating right. that muscle in a, in a you know, make, continuing to make that muscle work. Um, yeah. If you're constantly jumping from one workout to another and program hopping and things like that, you, you will see results, but they're, you're going to leave, they're not going to be optimal results. Um, so once you got the slight calorie deficit <laughs> and you get enough protein, like Beth said, be consistent with it. Just keep, yeah. just keep doing that. Yeah. You used to do six days of weightlifting. Previous coach put you on four days. Not sure what's best for you. Well, we can't tell you what's best for you. Only you know what's yeah, best for you. Yeah, only you do. So, so how do you feel after those four and six days? I would say six days is probably too much. Um, you're probably doing a PPL, push-pull legs on that, that. And that's fine. I have nothing against PPL. But you can also you know, do a upper, lower, upper, lower four days a week. It'd be fine as well. Mm -hmm. Um, got one. Okay. I'm looking for suggestions, oh, looking for suggestions with helping to lower blood pressure with food. I need to lose weight. Okay. Well, we that aren't first off. I mean, like, yeah, that's, we, that's, we, that's like for your medical doctor. Like, what does he want you to do if yeah, you have high blood pressure? That, yeah, I would, I would definitely start there. Um, you know, you, you, you know. probably want to monitor your sodium intake at that point too, though. Um, but definitely like we'll, we'll defer that one to your doctor. Cause that's kind of outside of our scope of practice. Um, right. And we, we, we want to like, we would need to know a lot more about you and, and work with you one-on-one -on -one yeah. for, for advice like that. Yeah. You guys, we can't answer medical stuff. So if you got any medical issues, like honestly, like th that's out of our scope of practice. I can't, I feel like I need to like make a video about that because when we make videos, it's for general population, mm -hmm, not for mm -hmm. people that have like a diagnosed medical issue. That should be something that 
your doctor, a dietitian should be helping you with. Yes. So 100%. 100%. Uh, you know, Savage Mom Live, she said, what in the banana is going on? <laughs> it's how it's Halloween Eve uh, weekend, right? So got to have a little fun with it. I don't know why, but I'm struggling getting enough protein while staying in a caloric deficit. I need 165 grams, but but plus I need to know, plus I need to factor in all my veggies and healthy foods. Um, so protein should be the emphasis for your calorie deficit. You should be building your meals around your protein. Your pro, your your um, meals should be built around your protein. Twenty to thirty grams of protein, probably for most people. Um, and then, so from you, you, you do your protein. So like a quarter of your plate should be protein and a quarter, you know, half of it should be veggies. The other quarter of it should be fats and, you know, carbs, and then a little bit of fat. Um, so build a build, build a balanced plate. It's good that you're, it's, it's good that you factor in your veggies and healthy foods. That's good. But protein's also healthy food. Um, yeah. so Yeah. What happens if you feel better eating low carb? Is that bad? No. If no. that's how you feel, like everyone's different, it's not bad. See, we're Either not, not anti-low carb, guys. We're not anti-low yeah. carb. We are anti-keto, but there's, there's a difference between right. low carb and, and keto. Low carb is generally considered, everybody says it differently, but about 100 grams of carbs or less for most people. Yeah. Uh, if you feel good and that and that works for you and that that's a way of living for you, do it. Do it. Yeah. Um, is it okay to eat pretty much anything as long as you're staying within your total calories for the day? So you can still, yeah, you, in terms of fat loss, yes, you can do that. However, we, we don't encourage you just to eat whatever you want. Like, you know, we, we do encourage you to eat protein, fiber, you know, veggies, things like that. Um, but you can have your favorite foods every day if you want to. I would just focus on getting your micronutrients and, and other macronutrients in throughout the day as well. Yeah. Right, Beth. Yep. Exactly. Biggie Low Five Year. What's up, dude? He said, "Howdy. How's it going, man?" Howdy. The Fit Adam. He is in. He is in our live. He said, "Carbs What's are up, bad." Adam? <laughs> what a punk. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you guys um, go follow the Fit Adam. He got his account banned. The Fit yeah, Adam Two Point He is now. I just go tagged him in the comments him. on TikTok. Okay. Give him a follow, guys. Um, okay. Let's see. Have you heard of the lean body system by Modare? Thoughts? Oh, have we heard about it? Oh dear. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Bullshit alert. Yes, we have heard the of it. The banana has spoken. Fuck that it's shit. It's bullshit. Yeah. Fuck that shit. It's, it's bullshit. First of all, it's, first of all, it's an MLM multi-level marketing, yeah. um, which is a fucking scam. I, come fight me. Um, and then the, what is the Modir? That's the syrup, right? The CLA syrup. Yeah. That's that fucking collagen syrup shit. That looks like poo it's complete, complete horseshit. There's no science behind it. There's no evidence to support it. Yeah. Um, if you want to waste your money, go like start a fire out back with it. You'll be better off. <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right. Um, how can I fix my yo-yo dieting? I was down to 280. Now I'm back to 380. So my, my initial thought for that is what, how did you 
get down to 280 in the first place? Which which way mm-hmm. did you get down to 280? Did you do it with a yo-yo diet? So you stopped yo-yo right. dieting by stop doing fucking diets. Okay. Yeah. Flat out. Stop um, doing keto. Stop doing fucking intermittent fasting. Stop doing all the bullshit. You need to carnivore. create a lifestyle that you can stick to. Yes. It really Eat in a way that you that. enjoy. Eat in a way that you right. enjoy. You can have pizza, you can have donuts and lose a hundred pounds. You can, mm-hmm. our clients do it all the time. Um, yeah. Building a lifestyle change. So w- we focus on the fundamentals, eating more protein, eating more uh, fruits and vegetables. That's it mm-hmm. really walking. And we, we, we were big advocates for walking daily as well. Like I, I, I recommend everybody go on two 10 minute walks every day. If you have the ability to walk um, yeah. the method, if you, the way you lose the weight is sustainable, meaning you can do it for, for a while, right? Um, yeah. Because with a calorie deficit, the only thing that changes between a calorie deficit and when you when you reach your goal is the amount of calories you're, you're taking. Yeah. You're taking in. all the Everything else should stay the same. That's why we talk about building good habits while right. we're in a calorie deficit. Is, co- is going over your calories by 10 points a big deal? Hell fucking no. No. Um, and no. if that is a big deal to you, that is disordered. And I would recommend you stop counting calories and repairing your relationship with food. Yeah. Let's look at it this way. If you were to overeat by 10 calories every day. Um, is that like you would 70 need- calories? What's that? That's 70 calories a week, right? You would need to do that for 350 days in order to gain one pound. Right. Okay. So put that, put that into context there. Krabby Gabby, YD. It takes time. I know from experience, not everyone is the same. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's journey is going to be different and how long it takes to accomplish certain things. And that's fine. Um, and it does take that's the first, the most important thing is it takes time. Chris fish 46. Hi, you guys rock. keep up the great content. Thank you. Chris. Thank you, Chris fish. Thank you, Chris fish. Um, okay. Share bear two. our hit classes. Good. I'm not a fan of hit classes. Okay. Um, first of all, hit better I than think nothing, but it's better. It's better than nothing. Yes. I, th- this is my opinion on HIT. HIT is high intensity interval training. Literally, you're supposed to be training as hard as you possibly can. It's VO2 max. You can't do that for a sustained amount of time. Okay. HIT should be about five, maybe 10 minutes tops and it's intervals. Okay. So if you're doing an entire class, you're just going high intensity the entire time. Where's the interval in that? There's no interval, right? That's a circuit is what you're doing. You're doing a circuit class. So, um, and I, I hate the, that the gyms promote those things. Like if you want to do circuit classes, yeah. cool, don't call it hit. Right. <laughs> That's my take. Uh... On it. How long should you be on a program or split? Good question. Small, but strong. <laughs> I love that username. Um, they spelled, they spelled small S M O L. I love it. Um, in general, I so the way I like to program my workouts for my clients, I do them in four week phases. Yeah, um, me too. I'll usually do a program like a like twelve week program, and then it's got three phases of four weeks. Um, is what I like to do. Hmm. I would say, yeah. Personally, 
My personal opinion is minimum of four weeks to, to stick with a, um, a workout program. Yeah. Before and, and that doesn't mean then you just make slight changes to it too. Then maybe instead of so let's say your your squats are primarily back squats. Okay, so what you could do is you could do back squats for four weeks, and then you could you then you could make uh, front squats your your primary um, squatting movement right. for four weeks. You could change that up, or you could do same thing, different variation. Yeah, same thing, different variations. You could do pause squats. You could do um, pulse squats and all these other squat variations. But as long as you're doing that movement is what matters. Yeah. I hate squats. <laughs> I fucking love squats. I, I love squats. squats. Get me, man. I have my, my hips are always really fucking tight. Oh, really? You got tight hips. Yeah. Just, um, my legs are long. And so it's just it's I feel an you. awkward movement for me. Um, Okay. How do you feel about taking fiber supplements and collagen? Could those stall things? No. Stall? Yeah. They're not going to stall anything. Um, I mean, well, the collagen supplement, that's going to have calories. uh, Right. You know. um, And like fiber, are you not getting enough fiber from your food? Or you eat more fruits and veggies? Um, That should be your focus first, but it's not going to stall anything. But collagen is also a waste of your money. Save your money, please. You don't need collagen. So we talked about this in our, in our last episode of, of our podcast with with uh, Beefcake Brina. Um, it's a it's it's a byproduct of uh, what, making whey protein. It's the it's the excess, um, and the supplement companies needed a way to make money off of that, so they 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 marketed it and they sold it as this fucking cure for hair loss and nails and, and things like that, you know, where all it is, is it's just them trying to get the, the most um, money out of the products that they've already been making. It's a byproduct. It's a shit. It's a lower quality protein. And it's not even a complete protein either. Uh, and we need a complete protein in order to build muscle. Can you explain or, or overview a reverse diet? Yeah, that's a great question. Small, but strong. Um, so a reverse diet, um, is done after a dieting phase. And when I say dieting, okay, I, what I mean is caloric restriction. That's what I mean. Um, because when we, when we, um, are in a calorie deficit, our metabolic, um, our, our, our metabolism, um, adapts to that. So as we lose body fat, um, we no longer, there's no longer as much mass of, you know, to maintain. So our overall caloric needs go down. So our metabolism adapts to that. That's a natural process. Um, a lot of people demonize that, you know, and they try to sell this program that, that, that doesn't do that. But every, every, if you're losing weight, your, met, your metabolism will reflect that. Um, so then what we do then after a period of being in a caloric restriction is we slowly start. And so maybe say you're, um, Say your maintenance level calories are 2,000, okay? And your current yeah. calorie deficit is 1,500. So, and, we, and we're, we're happy with where we're at. Or maybe we want to do a reverse diet to restore our metabolism, right? So what we, what we start doing then is we want to start working our way back up to our, 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 our maintenance level calories. But you don't do that all at once. You don't just add 500 calories back into your diet overnight. That's going to be a recipe for disaster, weight gain and, and bloating and things like that. What we do is we slowly start adding calories back into our diet. So what I like to do is a slow approach, just like with um, cutting calories, I, 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 re- I introduce calories back in slowly, 50 to 75 calories, maybe at a time. So w- week one, you add in more 50 calories every day into your diet. So 
you were eating 1500. Now you're eating 1550. Okay. You do that for a week and then you, you add in another 50. So now you're eating 1600 calories, rinse and repeat until you are no longer losing weight or gaining weight. And now you've got your new maintenance level calories. And then if you, and then if you want to do a building phase where you just focus on getting stronger and building lean muscle mass, mass, which is amazing. You're not worried about fat loss anymore at that point. Then you would start doing the same thing. You know, once you're at your maintenance level calories, you just slowly start adding in calories. Um, same, same thing, you know, just as with a calorie deficit, we, we recommend a small calorie deficit. Same thing if we're trying to build muscle mass and, and bulk up as we do a, a small caloric surplus. Right, Beth? That's right. <laughs> the banana has spoken. All right, you got a question banana, I was just going to say the banana. I have someone that when someone has everything in all capitals, it's like they're fucking screaming at me. So this is all capitals from user 02443301. Oh, we got to blank you. Here she is. She is screaming. I eat only once or twice a day and I am still fat and don't lose weight. Why? Okay. Well, eating, first off, eating once or twice a day doesn't mean you're in a caloric deficit. You can have a 5,000 fucking calorie meal for all I know. I mean, yep. you know what I mean? Like, yep. first off, or maybe you're just not eating enough and you haven't been eating enough and your body is metabolically adapted to those calories. So, it, like, just because you're eating once or twice a day, like I said, does not mean shit doesn't mean you're in a deficit. So if you're not tracking, maybe look at that. Figure out what your maintenance calories is. It's a meatball. My dog is driving me nuts. Um, and then <laughs> I can't focus. <laughs> so that's here. That is the problem with intermittent fasting because intermittent fasting generally tells you to eat once or twice a day. You don't have to track calories. Guess what? You can still get fat right. doing that. I've done exactly. it before. I literally have gotten fat doing intermittent fasting in, in the past. I think people just don't understand that. It, it doesn't matter how many times a day you eat. It, it, it matters your total, your total daily. Like I do not care calories. what you do. Okay. Calories, yeah. overall calories are what matter. Flat out. Anybody right. that tells you otherwise is a fucking idiot. I will tell you that right now. Okay. Exactly. Um, they, they're lying to you. They're not helping you at all by, by lying to you in that way. Yeah. So don't scream at me. <laughs> Balancing my macros is a challenge. All right, Tracy girl. Um, what's the challenge there? Um, yeah. Focus on calories and protein. Don't worry about the carbs and fats. I think that's why people just really fucking overcomplicate it. Yeah. You, yeah. So. Calories, protein are what matters. You really don't need to track macros unless you're, unless you've got yeah. very specific physique performance goals that like you're an athlete, CrossFitter, right. things like that. Especially if you're a newbie, you know. Stop, you stop complicating it, right, guys? It just overcomplicates it. Right. MP Rich 1988 said, I loved hearing Beth say she say she eats chocolate. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. See, I don't eat a lot of chocolate. That's not really my my sweet treat. My sweet treat would be um, cereal. I, I, I eat cereal almost every day. Um, mm. And I fucking love it. So I love cereal, too. After listening to you guys, I had my first hamburger with a bun in three years. Thank you so much. I love that Big Mick 99. That's fucking awesome. Yes. I love yeah, it. See? I'm, I'm, I'm sad that you've gone three years and missed out on all those cheeseburgers, but um, I'm glad that, you've, that you're eating them now. 
You taking new clients? Uh, Blake six nine six nine three asked. Yes, um, I am currently taking on new clients. Not I, myself personally. I don't have any room for one on one clients my, right now. Um, I've reached my limits, but my team does have capacity. You know, I've got um, three coaches on my team. Other than myself, there's a we've got a registered dietitian, we got a strength coach, and we've got a behavioral nutritionist. So, yeah, plenty of room for us. What about you, Beth? I I have that question on here too. Um, I don't know if it's from the same person. It was up here. Uh, I do do personal training one-on-one, but right now I'm personally not taking any. Um, my co-coach Justin will be. And also I do have my group coaching that is opening. It's closing. Today's the last day to sign up for it. So Ooh, if you're interested exciting. in that, um, you can sign up on my website under group coaching and that's all on Facebook. Um, you get monthly workouts, uh, daily accountability, a Zoom coaching call every Monday with me. There's a lot more. So it's all mapped out for you on the website if you want to, if anyone's interested in that. But got personally, it. I um, am flat out booked. Got it. Got it. Same here. Same here. Um, all right. So Kelly Burke, one, two, four. Awesome question, Kelly. I love this question. Thoughts on Peloton. Do you have clients that use the Peloton pro- programs and equipment? I'm not, I love, I don't personally have a Peloton, but I do have lots of clients that use them. And one of the coaches mm-hmm. on my team, Kristen, she actually uses it as well. Big fan of Peloton. Um, if you have access to one, yeah, definitely use it. Um, yeah. I, I, I love the, the atmosphere of, of Peloton and their, their coaches are super fucking motivating. Yeah. Hi, Gretchen. My client, Gretchen. Awesome job, guys. What's up, Gretchen? How are you? Mama Bear 2206 Thank you so much for what you guys do. For the first time, I'm learning to build a good relationship with food. Yes, I love that. Round of applause for you, Mama Bear. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yoga. Fucking yoga. (laughs) I like yoga. I like yoga. Yoga's awesome. Yoga's good. I throw that in sometimes. What's going on, Dallas? How you doing, brother? What's up? Watching you between sets. Hey, that works too. I'm glad you're here. As long as as we're not distracting you from your workout, by all means. Um, All right, someone's asking about carb carb cycling. Uh, Carb cycling. Let's get in. Let's talk about that. You know what? I don't know. It's useless to me. I just, I think that's way more, it's made more confusing. Why do you need to carb cycle? I mean, I just don't don't. get it personally. Carb cycling is just an overly complicated way of maintaining, of controlling your calories for the week is all that it's doing. Right. So why not just eat the same amount of calories every day and just fucking be good. The same amount of carbs every day and be good. You don't need to cycle carbs. Exactly. And here's the thing too. People, when when people. Thoughts process to me. It is for sure. And when, when people do. Um, carb cycling or tell you to do carb cycling, what they'll typically do is they'll give you lower carbs on um, your rest days and like higher carbs on a leg day, for instance, right? But you still need energy and calories and carbs on your rest days because that's when your body is repairing itself. So you still need energy on your rest days. So why why drop your calories and carbs? Because that everything else will stay the same most likely when you're doing carb cycling. Protein, fats will stay the same. Carbs are manipulated. You don't need to do that. Just have same no. same amount every day. That's not keeping it simple. It's not, that is the, the opposite of keeping it simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would drive me nuts if, if I had someone telling me the carb cycle. I'd be like, oh, fuck yourself. No. Sorry. I've done I've done that before. <laughs> I've done I've done that before. Yeah. Um, and that's what I just explained with the lower day and the higher day. That's exactly how we did it. Um, but we it was unnecessary. 
Um, hormones and perimenopausal belly fat, just calories in or and out or more to it. I mean, yes, that is how you lose fat. Um, now, hormones, what, what do you mean by hormones? Um, right. Uh, <laughs> that's, that, there's, we need more context for that question. And Beth, I'll, maybe mm-hmm. I'll let you talk about the perimenopausal belly fat. But um, there's a great series um, by Dr. IDZ, um, Dr. Ids, um, mm-hmm. about losing stubborn belly fat, too. And alcohol plays a big part of that. Yeah, I think a lot of women are, and I made a video yesterday, a lot of women in our 40s and 50s drink way too much. And it's just a, it's a shit fire during perimenopause and menopause. Um, Yeah. If you want to get rid of that belly bloat, that belly, honestly, ditch, go lower on the alcohol. Uh, That's my thought process right there. I agree. I agree. You you know, your sleep, if you're not getting enough sleep, you know, you're, that is also when you're drinking, you don't sleep as well. And that's also a, train of events that happens from that. And again, uh, so that was NPLZ7369 that asked that. If you think, if you're wondering about hormones, it sounds like maybe you think you have hormonal issues or maybe you do have hormonal issues. Go see a doctor, please. Right. Um, Get your labs done, you know, um, get your levels checked um, to rule that out or to to confirm that it is an issue because then you can start working on a plan to repair that issue. Yeah. New me, 1975. You're so right. I did keto. I lost and gained back way more. Got a trainer and fixed my eating. Yeah, 100%. Nice. That's, that's, we see that all the time with keto. Right? <laughs> is powdered protein good to take daily? I had this question like five times in a row. Um, yes, it's totally fine. But try to get your protein from a whole food source. But if you need to supplement, oh my God, this guy asked it like 8,000 times. Um, you're fine. Oh my God. Linda, there must be like 15 times. Boot him. <laughs> Linda said, hi, Matt. Hey, Linda, how are you doing? <clears throat> this mom interrupted. What is your suggestion with hormonal issues, thyroid, where I keep being told to drop more calories? What Literally what we just talked about. Get If, if you have thyroid issues, get get on medication and get some medical nutritional therapy from, from a registered dietitian. Yeah. All right. I have the powdered protein so much in here that I have to scroll through the same one person. Amber, Amber 31. You're killing me. Why the fuck did you do that? That's, that's, that's unnecessary. Honestly, like that pisses me off. Yeah. So happy I found you guys. Healed my view on food and health. You're helping more than you know. Thank you, MP Rich. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, guys, I haven't had that on my... Don't repeat. Just ask the question one time. We will get to it. Yeah. Uh, If you're in line and you do that, I will boot you. All these other questions are getting overpowered by this fucking protein question. That's like seriously like 50 of them. We should have just ignored that question. Uh, I didn't realize it was all the way down the the page. Yeah, because we just read what we see to come to us. Mackenzie, thank you for the rose. Thank you for the gift, friend. I appreciate that. Um, Beth, how much time do we have? Do you have? I have like two minutes. It's my check-in day um, for my clients. So, I mean, I have, we can do two two to five minutes maybe. Okay. Okay. Let's do um, like one more. Do Do you have a good question that you want to get to? Um, let me get past all this uh, <laughs> um, protein. You, st- you still have the question about the protein? You're still going through that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Okay. 
How do I handle going to a basketball tournament where outside food and drink aren't allowed? Eat before? Even even for like, are you are you an athlete? That's yeah. Well, I need more than that. I don't know. I don't know what you're really asking. Yeah, um, are, you, are, would, are you are you are you an eat. athlete or are you um, uh, uh, bystander? Yeah, I don't. I would eat before. That's huh. Hmm. Favorite Halloween candy? Oh, you know what? I do love a uh, Kit Kat and Twix. The little minis. Actually, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, are you out of time then, Beth? I, or do you want me to grab one question can, really quickly? One, yeah, you do one. All right. Um, let's see. We already covered that. Are there any foods that you are absolutely are against? Yes. Um, the foods I am against are foods that you're allergic to or will cause you harm by eating them. That's it. <laughs> that, is it. That. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. That is it. Um, and I think that's a really good way to end this uh, yes. episode. Uh, I do want to say thank you everybody for, for tuning in. Um, how many people do you have on your end, Beth? I've got 50 on mine. 69. <laughs> nice. Um, 69. <laughs> got 119 people tuned in. Awesome guys. Thank you so much for, for being here. Amazing. Um, if you thank enjoyed you this, we, uh, we got our technical difficulties ironed out. We know how to do this going forward. So if you guys yeah. want us to do these more often, let us know. Okay. This podcast, um, we will be re releasing this here in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned and subscribe if you aren't already. So thanks everybody. Thanks Beth. Enjoy your calls. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. And that is a wrap for episode eight. If you have found even the smallest nougat of wisdom in this episode, share it with a friend that needs to hear it. Come on. Don't be stingy. Your friend will think you are the absolute best person out there. I know I love it when I get that random text from a friend sharing a link to a podcast that they know I'm going to absolutely love. Along with the message, oh my God, you've got to listen to this podcast. You will fucking love it.